This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In video games especially, fans love immersing themselves in a given lore, a set of rules that they and the creators must then abide by as one as an entire mythology gets laid out. Point being, in crafting that connection between creator and consumer, any number of things can go wrong and then be left in the final product anyway. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are 8 video games that knew they broke the rules. Number 8. Capcom had to change the entire Devil May Cry timeline. Devil May Cry 2 remains the weirdest entry in a franchise otherwise perfecting over-the-top character action. Fun scripts, great set-piece bosses, and all-round a presentation that's not just a sea of brown and grey. For whatever reason though, this highly anticipated sequel hit rock-bottom reception-wise, delivering a more solemn, flatly-delivered Dante that contrasted with the rest of his time in the games. As such, DMC2 was the de facto ending of whatever other installments Capcom would plug in, and thus DMCs 3 and 4 would take place before Dante got all out about life, otherwise it just wouldn't make sense. However, with the advent of Devil May Cry 5 and the return of a wackier Dante further in the timeline, Capcom were forced to upend the entire fiction to make it work. According to producer Matt Walker, Devil May Cry 2's ending with Dante riding off into hell would now be a midpoint in his life, going into DMC4 where the character is largely in the background anyway, and paving the way for full-on shenanigans in DMC5. Who even needs numbered sequels in chronological order? I mean, who the hell do they think they are? Rockstar? Number 7. Dragon Age 2 needs Anders to be alive no matter what. Not the first time Bioware will appear on this list, but as a team that continuously pushed the boundaries of storytelling and narrative immersion, at some point their crisscrossed wall map of causality was going to tie itself up. What to do when a character you really want to have around in the sequel could be optionally killed in Dragon Age 1's expansion? Write something that directly addresses it in the snarkiest way possible. Yes, when Anders pops up across Dragon Age 2, multiple characters will question the fact they literally watched him die. Anders very confidently then notes that that was entirely the plan, actually agreeing that his death did look pretty convincing. Character Nathaniel even points out to Anders that he had an arrow in his neck, to which Anders slash Bioware's writers retort by saying, do all mages look the same to you? Number 6. CDPR Admit Roach Was Broken in The Witcher 3 Easily one of the most impressive RPGs of all time, to the degree it largely eclipsed Skyrim from 2015 onwards as to how impressive the genre could be on newer hardware, CDPR's masterpiece did still have an ever-present glaring flaw. Your companion Roach the horse's AI. Call for help and he'd sprint into the nearest lake, contort himself ridiculously or end up on a rooftop looking down at you as if nothing was wrong. Over time, it became a defining part of The Witcher 3's reputation. 
equation, and something that CDPR just couldn't quite fix to any degree of regularity. Come the following year's April Fool's, CDPR put out an official video on their channel for some fake Roach DLC, revealing that all these bugs and animation breaks were actually motion captured by a specific department behind the scenes. They topped it off with a Roach voice actor shaking their head in a rubber horse mask for appropriate noises, and we all remembered back at the time just how much we loved this developer. Number 5. Deus Ex Mankind Divided lets you choose to break canon. Maybe you can file this whole thing away under, well, it's just a video game, but sometimes a prequel comes along and totally upends the progression of a given character. Batman Arkham Origins had Bruce learning moves he'd then forget across the time of Asylum and relearn in Arkham City, and for Deus Ex Mankind Divided, its DLC Criminal Past was literally set before the events of the story altogether. With that in mind then, developers Eidos Montreal knew all the augmented upgrades Jensen could later get access to would make playing this even better, but it would completely break the canon. As a fix, they just asked you to opt in. Either you play the DLC with as little a loadout as Jensen had at this point in the story, or you don't care about continuity and can play with access to all of Human Revolution's augments, plus the expanded set from Mankind Divided. Number 4. Bethesda write two huge retcons into Elder Scrolls lore. If we're talking piles of plot threads and canon details to keep track of, the wider Elder Scrolls mythology is one of the richest in fictional history. As the games and their in-world books fleshed everything out, suddenly there was an entire tapestry of lords, gods, religions, and more to watch out for. By the time Bethesda had hit Skyrim, most of the wider lore was set in stone. However, flashback to the series finding its feet and experimenting across the gargantuan world of Elder Scrolls 2 Daggerfall, and that game closed out with with seven different endings. Also, there was a lot mentioned across these earlier games of how Oblivion's setting of Cyrodiil was a jungle-like area with luscious greenery, something that doesn't remotely line up with the fourth game. Bethesda's solution to both? Ridiculously powerful magic. The warp in the west was the term given to a new type of time reset called a Dragon Break, where all seven of Daggerfall's endings ostensibly happened in unison, then reality settled back down again. As for Cyrodiil, well, one Tiber Septim, a powerful emperor, used magic to terraform the land instantly past, present, and future as a gift to his men. Past records in older games are now incorrect, but in lore, the reason given is a transcription error from scribes at the time. Elder Scrolls fans, is this genius or madness? Number 3. Hitman's Legacy of Alan and His Details You have to love it when a company knows they messed up. In Hitman's case, IO Interactive leaving a developer note in Hitman Blood Money, the text reading Alan, please add details, only went on to live in infamy across the IP. Going forward, IO knew they needed to do something when sites and channels like ours pointed this out more than ever, and the largely ignored Hitman Absolution did feature an immediate callback. Head to the gun range near the beginning, and if you score a certain amount, you'll get text saying, Alan, please add more details. Even better, and played by far more people because they are immaculate, a specific PC monitor in the Sapienza level of the rebooted trilogy also reads, Alan, please add details here. Number 2. The Brotherhood of Steel can't exist in Fallout 76, or can they? What an absolute capital T time Fallout 76 was. The broken launch, the missing pre-order items, the don't worry guys, we're adding NPCs and a battle royale follow-up. To this day, no two players can outright recommend it or tell you to stay away altogether either. Point being though, to even craft an entry this early in the timeline, when everybody is first emerging from the vault whilst giving us the iconography fans know and love, kinda broke the law itself. Contradicting established dates by a good 50 years, now we had the Brotherhood of Steel, arguably the most recognizable 
faction in Fallout, appearing in Appalachia in 2102, long before the 2150 date accepted in the fiction. Amongst all the other qualms with the game, Bethesda eventually took to Instagram to explain all, noting that a smaller group of what would become the Brotherhood used a satellite to get the word out across the country, setting up Fallout 76's version of that group. I mean, sure, Bethesda, I bet their Nuka Dark rum containers weren't made out of plastic either. And number one, Bioware attempt to salvage the on-fire Mass Effect 3. Possibly the most public rule break in gaming history, when you have an audience of millions looking forward to the closing part of your epic multi-year-long sci-fi trilogy, they're going to be scrutinizing every last aspect of it during the finale and forevermore. Bioware though, as we'd later find out through copious amounts of interviews and post-mortems, were largely improvising Mass Effect 3's back third as they went. The story goes that they literally had the tiniest of notes sketched out on a napkin at one point, and the Star Child finale we got directly conflicted with the dark matter lore hinted at in Mass Effect 1. The backlash was historic, and it was DLC and an extended cut to the rescue. While three months had passed and people hated the Star Child's character and how all the Cosmos's races were now stranded on Earth, this combo of post-launch content did try its best. The Leviathan DLC notably gave us an origin point for the Reapers, and extended scenes changed the placement and explanation of certain characters during those closing moments. All round, it was an attempt to smooth over things like the Normandy crew abandoning Shepard when they needed them most. Today, the extended cut is included as standard in the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Mass Effect 4's trailer showed Liara surviving on a very unearth-like planet, confirming intergalactic travel was once again up and running, and all evidence of that 2012 original has been deleted from the galaxy. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com